Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday evening chat. It is 6.06 .06 and uh, that's when we do these. Um, I'm going to put together a video as to why I started uh, doing our stuff at what seems to be odd times, like uh, dropping stuff at 11.11 or 8.08 or 6.06 .06 or 1.11. Um, there is a method behind all that and uh, maybe I'll... Uh, put together a little video in our um, crowded table group uh, to kind of explain that. So that'll kind of encourage you if you're not a part of our crowded table group, you should join it because it's awesome. It's a good place to connect and talk and share just thoughts and ideas and um, really connect with other folks that are in our that are in our group that are in our community. Um, and really, honestly, it's a place to where you can ask for help if you need it or just, hey, I got this thought, or, or work out some things. It's it's just a really good community group, and so I encourage you to jump on there. So uh, maybe this week or next, I'll put together uh, a little video uh, talking about why we started doing things at 606 and 1111 and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's pretty cool, at least I think it's pretty cool. Lindsay thinks it's cool, so you, it's gotta be cool. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, if it's your first time here, hey, you're welcome. Uh, we honor you. We thank you for taking your time to spend with us. And uh, even if you're catching this on a replay or the podcast or whatever, thank you for taking the time to do this. And if anything uh, connected with you, hey, um, jump in and, and like we said, join the community. Uh, check out some of our other things we got going on. Uh, if it touched you in such a way where you feel like you want to give in to what we're doing to help us uh, take this to the furthest that we can. Uh, you can go to wearehopecommunity.com and click the give button and uh, yeah, you'll help us out. Um, so uh, thank you. And those of you who have been here before, hey, we welcome you as well. And uh, ask that, hey, hit the like button, hit the share button, uh, help us spread the Tuesday evening chat as far as we can, all right? So, um, we've been talking about a lot of stuff. We, Over the summer, we talked about deconstructing prayer. Uh, then we uh, started talking about intentions and uh, actually uh, working on manifesting how we want things to start um, start happening, how we want our life to actually be, how we have a part in that, and how uh, we can start writing things down and focusing in on them and um, working towards seeing that uh, take place. And we talked about how intentions isn't a wish. It's not necessarily like a, a resolution, but it's actually something that you want to see happen in your life, how you want your life to be different. It's not about like, I want to read more books. It's, it's more about I'm going to set the intention to where I want to read more so I can learn and I can grow more to have this outcome. Uh, it's not a, like, I wish I had a bunch of money. It's like, I, I want to work more towards coming up with new ideas, coming up with new ways to either improve my position at work or improve uh, opportunities for me to grow financially. So it, it, it's a little different and it actually takes some work. Um, and so we talked about that through the month of September. We talked about mindfulness quite a bit. Uh, we even started the Mindful Monday moment. Uh, but honestly, all of that process came from 
for me at least, the beginning of the year and walking through some deep things, sometimes dark things, uh, dealing with the past year of you know, dealing with the pandemic and COVID, how it really shifted and changed everything and even how we do things as Hope Community. Uh, so kind of walking through that and how to move forward and then processing uh, the passing of my dad uh, and even the, you know, the, all the emotions and the feelings that went with my mom being uh, sick as well with COVID and, and the worry and the fear that was in there. And then, you know, it was right after that, uh, Lindsay and I both had COVID. And so just losing your father and seeing your mom go through COVID as well, uh, and her dealing with that loss and, you know, all our family dealing with that loss and trying to walk through that together. Now, all the fear and all the anxiety and all that stuff that goes with having it yourself, worrying about giving it to your kids when your kids have, you know, in the past, had lung issues, had some things. And so there's a lot of trauma, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, all of that, all wrapped up at the end of the year, beginning of the year. And so you take all that and compact everything that took place, you know, in 2020 and all the change and all the different, you know, and I like change, but not that much change, right? Um, and so all of that um, did something to me. It, it, it caused me to start reflecting, start spending some time alone. Um, and so I've all, I've, I've gotten to a point where, you know, every morning I, I'm normally up at five thirty or six. And I know for some of you, that's, that's nothing big. Like that's, you've been doing that for years, but for me, that's a big deal. I'm more of a late night person, uh, did more work late at night. Um, was more creative late at night, but something shifted and I really started processing some things early on in the morning. And what came out of that was what became this, which is the reflection uh, prompt journal that uh, we've put together. And don't worry, this isn't a shameless plug for you to go get this. Um, although I do think you should go get it. And I've always presented this if you don't have the cash or whatever to get one of these in physical form to contact me and I would get it for you for free in a PDF format. So um, just want you to know that. Uh, but that process of self-reflection and digging deep and, and really deconstructing prayer for myself and then also moving into meditation, mindfulness, uh, contemplative prayer, seeing what all that was, and then starting to work and reflect. You know, like I, I've said for the last four months now, starting to reflect and look at the plank that I have uh, deep down inside that causes me to react in some in some in, in certain ways, that causes me to be anxious, that causes me to to stress. Uh, uh, that causes the shame and all that. Why is all that there? Why is that taking place? Um, why are there certain things that can happen either at work or at home that triggers something that automatic that puts me back in time uh, to certain situations? And so I started asking questions and and then writing things out. 
and some of those questions I've put in here and I want to start looking at some of these and I'm hoping that it'll trigger something in you to where you can start finding healing and finding hope and I want you to know that uh, even though that I've started this process I'm not I'm not sitting here saying I'm 100% woohoo uh, that's totally not the case I'm still I'm still working on a lot of things and the questions that are in here have done a lot of stuff and stirred up a lot of stuff and things that honestly I didn't want to look at but recognize that if I didn't look at them and didn't see them um, man I was going to continue the same thing over and over again and find myself in a cycle that I don't like being in You know, I even in the last few days, I've been uh, finding triggers and, and certain things that lead to depression. And, and you might be watching now, and maybe you've never dealt with depression before. And, and, um, and you know, great. Uh, but there's a lot of folks that, that talk to us and walk with us that do. And uh, there's no shame in that. Uh, just... Just, I'll just be honest with you. On Sunday, uh, there, I was having a hard time even finding what it was that triggered it. Um, but I found myself in a state that was just, I was very depressed. Uh, and I, I've, <laughs> I've been really good in my life. I'm 46. I've been really good in my life to hide that to where people don't see that sometimes. And, and you know, I normally can shrug it off and, and people would never know but man my wife and kids caught on it quick and uh and it it was an interesting day for me um and so i i started you know on monday reflecting on that day and was like okay why you know why do i think that was going on and, and how, how what are some things to help uh keep me from walking back in that or or is it one of those things where okay if this is how it is, then I just need to stop and spend some time with myself and walk this out or call someone or sit down and talk to my wife or hold my kid, you know, whatever that that helps walk out of that, um, you know. And I also want you to know, I'm just going to get, we're going to get real, real. I also want you to know that uh, I'm, I'm at a place now, too, that if ever those feelings come and there's things happen to where I need to move beyond just talking to a friend or a family member. I'm not afraid now to have a conversation with a professional, a counselor or a therapist. Where before, if you ask if if these feelings and situations came up 10, 15, even 20 years ago, I'd be ashamed to make that phone call. I'd be ashamed to call my doctor. I'd be ashamed to admit that. Um, but I've finally overcome that shame and that false ideal that was given to me from the charismatic church uh, <laughs> that told me things like that was demonic or evil or wrong when really it was just emotions and feelings from past trauma that needs to be recognized and worked through. Um, I'm at the point in my life where I, I'm not ashamed to say that I, I'll call somebody if it needs to happen talk to my doctor and I want to encourage you to do the same thing um but 
man, I don't, I, I, I don't want to ramble on and on and on because I want to, I do want to get to one of the questions that are in this book because I was thinking about it the other day and, and, um, and honestly, it's, it's the th number 30 question in the book and it was one of the hardest ones for me to talk about. Um, so we're just, I'm just going to read you the question and you, you just take some time maybe this week to think about it. Uh, it's a three-parter. <laughs> but here you go. How do you enforce boundaries? How do you feel when people overstep those boundaries? And how do you react? Here's why this question is really hard for me. We're going to get real tonight. Um, number one, I... I I am an Enneagram 9, which is the peacemaker. Uh, and I can be very unhealthy in that 9 to where I don't want to make people upset and I don't want to frustrate people. Uh, so a 9 can get to a point where they feel like they're always walking on eggshells because they don't want conflict. And so it's hard for me to enforce boundaries. And not only is it hard for me to enforce boundaries, but once boundaries are set, it's hard to uh, tell people that they've overstepped them. And so how I would normally react is bottle it up inside and then weeks later, rage. <laughs> that was normally how it, how uh, I would react. Um, another reason why this is so hard for me is because of how I grew up. I grew up, you know, in the Pentecostal charismatic world and there was a lot of overstepping boundaries and, uh, you know, not only was there a lot of overstepping of boundaries, but there was never any apologies for overstepping those boundaries. Um, and a lot of times, instead of an apology, what you would get would be, I'm sorry, but, or I'm sorry, but you should see it from this perspective or have you ever seen it from this perspective or maybe you're overreacting because really um, another another thing that would say someone would say would be I'm you know I know you're upset right now but the Bible clearly says and uh, there was never there's normally never any empathy or sympathy there's really just pointing of fingers and and more shame and so when you grow up in that, and then not only do you grow up in that, and you start operating in that world, say in ministry, and you just copy what you've been given. I look back at the at youth ministry in the 90s, you know, growing up in it, and boundaries constantly being crossed with young people when it came to uh, things going on with them. You know, youth pastors cost, constantly crossing that line and, and, and never really uh, looking at situations but just being the moral whatever and enforcing things and saying things, uh, you know, and never really looking at certain situations. I mean, let's just be honest. Youth ministry in the 90s... Uh, constantly getting into people's stuff and mess you know and you know I, <laughs> things that should normally be talked about between parents and children or uh, children 
and teenagers in, in some cases where they don't feel safe at home and they do have some issues and they have things that they need to talk about and they should probably be talking about with a therapist and not some dude uh, that <laughs> gets uh, paid less than $15,000 a year. Like someone who should not be giving advice on anything, uh, especially marriage and sexuality when they've probably only been married for like a year or two and they're just up in front of people spouting off things that they heard other people say and passionately speaking it, stirring up emotions and stirring up all kinds of stuff and stirring up reactions, stepping over all kinds of boundaries, talking about stuff and telling teenagers stuff that they have no business talking about. You know, growing up in that and then mimicking it and, you know, years later looking back and go, Man, I really overstepped a lot and said some pretty dumb stuff that could possibly cause trauma, that could possibly cause hurt and pain. So how do you walk that out now? How do you, how do you process that? And so, you know, for me, when I look at this question, and it, it was, and I, it, it's kind of why it's near the end of the book, because... It's one that I do really didn't want to talk about for myself. Um, because I look at that question, how do you enforce boundaries? And I'm like, man, there were so many boundaries crossed in my life. And I, in turn, did the same thing because that's what was taught to me. So how do, like, how do you walk that out? And, and then how do you start processing, you know, how you feel and, and how you talk about when people overstep it, overstep those. And um, it really comes down to, at least for me, it comes down to learning how to forgive and learning how to say I'm sorry with no strings attached, with no buts, with no, well, if you look at it this way, with no, well, if you do work, you'll see it from this perspective. Well, if you could see it from here, then maybe you wouldn't, or, you know, We need to learn to say we're sorry and mean it and then just be there. And we also need to learn to forgive as hard as that is and walk that out. And I don't have all the, I don't really have a major like revelation or answers in how to come about that and how to grow in that. I'm telling you that I'm learning how to do that and trying to do that, especially when it comes to some past stuff. Because, man, I'll just be honest. When I look back at some of the things that I've even said, some of the things that I've even taught in the past, and know how it's affected people because I've talked to them later on in life and seen uh, just other folks and them share their stories because pastors or youth ministers had said things to them the same way that I had said it because I was just regurgitating what was given to me. Uh, that constant process of defeat, uh, you know, and walking that through that with them, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why it, it's, it's, it's why that question's important because um, it's time to start setting some boundaries. And, and that's what I, one thing that I'm learning to help walk through the past is I'm going to teach my kids how 
to set boundaries. I'm going to teach those that connect with me now how to set boundaries and how not to be afraid to even confront me with things like, hey, you know, you said this and it stirred this up and I don't think you're seeing it from this perspective or, hey, you said this and it really hurt and, and you know, and not be some pariah that can't be talked to or can't be, but learning how to like look at other folks' boundaries and look and see like, you know, it's none of my business <laughs> in some of these areas. This is, this is uh, uh, things that unless they ask or unless someone asks and wants to talk about it, it's something that they walk through and learn and grow from and talk to other folks about. So, yeah. As a, this is this was a deep talk tonight, um, and I hope uh, I hope I hope you know some of this sparks some things in you, and uh, helps you uh, walk through some stuff. And I I do want to sorry I do want to just say listen uh, grab one of these I'll I'll post the link where you can get this and uh, I'm telling you it'll help and uh, and like I said before if you if you don't if you're not able to get one of these physically in your hands uh, and you're like, man, I really want that, but I don't have the cash or I don't have, listen to me, no shame, please message us and say, hey, can I have the, the PDF of that? I will send it to you. It'll take what? Seconds. You send it to me and, and, and I'll send it to you as soon as I can through an email. You'll have it. You can download it and you can start working through some of this stuff yourself. All right. So. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I encourage you to, uh, I encourage you just to, to start sharing hope with your neighborhood and your friends and your family as you're walking through some of this stuff. We're in some crazy moments right now and uh, we can get through. I believe in you, all right? Thank you for hanging with us. We will see you this week and uh, Check out the Sunday brunch at 11.11. Little uh, blog post that we do. Some fun stuff in it. All right? Thanks, guys. See you soon.